is Rhea. And this is Just the Who of Us, where we talk about a range of topics, including life events, current events, spirituality, entertainment, family relationships, as well as answering listener questions and more. Our our topic today is how... You literally just Social media is ruining yes. relationships. Yes. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> so how social media is potentially ruining relationships. Um, you know, we kind of know that we are conscious people and we kind of control, you know, the, the choices that we make and how those choices affect our relationships. However, sometimes we can kind of lose sight of things and let things get in the way of those relationships and social media can 100% be one of those um my husband doesn't have a ton of social media and I love it not because I think that he would do anything that I wouldn't want him to but it's just one less thing to cause any kind of friction so absolutely absolutely (laughs) yeah I'll let you jump right in yeah 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 so the reason why I thought that this is an interesting topic is because I was on Facebook and some other person who I follow or I'm friends with posted like what are killing what is killing relationships nowadays and I was shocked literally like it felt like 50% of the answers everybody said social media but they didn't provide any explanation Hmm. as to why they thought social media so I posted on my Facebook page what people thought about that and they provided some context and I was like okay this is starting to make more sense the other the other reasons people wrote for the killing of relationships nowadays is healthy lack of healthy communication not being able to express yourself things like the typical standard right what we would expect to be the which even the social media aspect of it, I feel like could be addressed by those things. But there's some other aspects that I didn't really take into consideration that I thought was really interesting and what your thoughts on, which were social media, we social media can be a distance creator, right? So if someone is doom scrolling all the time, or disassociating by being on social media, or isn't interacting or engaging or being present in the relationship because they'd rather just be on social media. And that could happen for many reasons. That could happen because they're stressed out and are looking for a way to just like numb themselves and take a break, take a mental break. But there's other reasons as well. Social media is very addicting for many people. And if we don't put time caps on it or aren't aware of how much time we're spending on it or how it's impacting our relationship, then it could slowly cause resentment or contempt within the relationship without even realizing that it's happening. Especially if you have a partner who isn't expressing to you that they would like to spend more quality time with you and would appreciate it if you weren't spending so much time on social media. The other aspect of social media is the illusion of perfect relationships that are constantly being shoved in our face Mm -hmm. yeah that's a big one because who wants to no one's going to air out their dirty laundry on social media so right well Well, unless you're me about 10 years ago (laughs) yeah i would i would say most people wouldn't but some people absolutely do air their dirty laundry out on social media yeah (laughs) but the people that we are following and idolizing on social media are typically only posting the beautiful moments in their relationship. So it creates a very skewed view of what a relationship should 
look like, feel like, act like. And that also is impacting how we view our own relationships in our life. Social media is a huge cause of depression because we it's a false sense of reality. Absolutely. So people who are feeling down about themselves because they aren't achieving as much or aren't as pretty or aren't going on as many exotic adventures as what they're seeing on social media constantly. The same goes for relationships. If you are seeing couples who are so blissfully happy and doing cute things, especially this time of year with the season and they're all dressed up and they're matching beanies and Christmas pajamas, whatever, right? There's a lot of things that people, it's the comparison. Ultimately, it boils down to the comparison. So that's another factor that plays into how we view our own relationships and what we think they should be. The other consideration, which goes sort of in line with this, is the misunderstanding of what real people look like when we have filters and we have Photoshop and Mm -hmm. we have all of the things that are playing a huge role in what we think our partners should look like because we have like what your brain is receiving, even though your brain understands that social media is a digital thing, it's still receiving all of that information as reality. So when we have people who are constantly posting pictures of their snatched waist and their big ass booty, (laughs) when they probably added Photoshop or had plastic surgery or whatever the case is. It feels there are absolutely people who have very real bodies in that, in that body. But for the most part, a lot of what we're seeing online as what's being idolized or desired has been adjusted in some way, whether adjusted in real life or adjusted digitally. And so it's lead, it's very misleading as to setting standards and expectations for us in the dating realm as to what we expect our partner to look like. And it's the same thing with corn. It's like, this is what sex should be. No, it's not. Right. 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 So, you know, unless you're a Unless you're a porn star, right? Exactly. 100%. Good point. Good point. Um, So those are just a few of the things that I was thinking about. And then there's also the like, is my partner on social media sliding into people's DMs or flirting with other people? Yeah. It's easy to have access to so many people, obviously, through social media and not get caught or delete the messages or hide it or you know, there's, you can get away scotch-free in a sense of like, if things don't work out, I'm just going to delete them or, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's a much easier way to be deceptive. um, If that is something that you are catching your partner doing. So those are some of the things that people brought up in regards to why social media is killing relationships nowadays. What are your thoughts? Okay, so I have thoughts on all these things. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's dive in. Let's and I wrote it. them in a chronological order. So okay, great. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you. <laughs> so first, with creating creating distance in relationships, um, I've had this experience with my husband where I was doing the mindless scrolling thing because my days were so busy that between you know multiple things that when I went to lay down, I just scrolled. And, mm-hmm. and and I'm not like a fan or promoter of escaping through social media, right? 
can you hear my dog's nails tapping? Okay. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of it. And and I teach my my teenagers, my young adults, the my kids, he doesn't have so he doesn't have like internet unlimited access, you yeah. know. Um, so I I teach them the older kids because, well, I need you to know that no offense, but internet relationships aren't really relationships because yeah. you don't see this person on a regular basis. You don't interact with them face to face. You don't know their social cues, their, you know, all these different things, right? So internet relationships are just internet relationships. And and that's no offense to anybody. But in teaching my my young adults this, that's just what it is. Um so I'm not a fan of like escaping through social media. Um, however, yeah. I, I was doing it and didn't even realize I was doing it. And my husband was like, hey, I want you to pay more attention to me in the afternoons when it's just us time. Um, you know, you come in and, and, and I, you know, it's like, oh, wow. I was like, I appreciate that actually, because I didn't realize like, that's what I was doing. Cause at first I was like, I'm not like, I'm not just over here all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, this is how I feel. And, and this is what I'm, you know, presenting to you. And, and I was like, okay, let me really think about this. Like, let me look from your perspective is that what I'm doing, even though I don't feel like that's what I'm doing, or that's not my intention, mm-hmm. that's your perspective of it. And so in order to respect your perspective, okay, I'm going to make it a point to when we, because every afternoon we, we, we have separate beds for snoring and you know whatever (laughs) and plus I just yeah I I just had my own room for so long as a single parent that that's just I don't know it's just more comfortable to me that way we share a room but I still have we still have our own space yeah so anyway (laughs) if you know every night we lay down together and we watch an hour hour and a half a a show or something like that depending on you know when we want to go to sleep and I don't, I make sure that I'm not scrolling on social media during that time. That's great. I've also made it a point to not just pick up my phone and just go to random stuff because he also was like, you know, I've I've noticed this lately in you too, that you'll pick up the phone and you just open stuff, close it, open stuff, close it. And it's like your mind's just like ping ponging. And I didn't realize I was doing that either, but he observed it and he brought it to my attention. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Awareness heavy. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and I, I, we, we didn't always have this communication, but it's something that I respect because we both made it a point in our relationship to say, Hey, this isn't working and I I, want to keep this. And so we've got to modify the way we treat each other and communicate with each other. Um, so, so that's number one, it 100% can create distance. Um, you know, and, and if your partner is bringing it to your attention, is bringing it to your attention, like, hey, I've noticed you doing this and it, I feel like it's taking time away from me. Appreciate the fact that your partner is wanting to take that time back with you, um, you know. Um, so, so that's my, my take on that. Um, it a hundred percent is a thing. Yeah. Like I want to connect with you. And and if you don't like the way they're bringing it to you, say, Hey, you know, like, could you maybe modify this approach? Yeah. You know, (laughs) yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So number two, relationship expectations, I guess two and three, really your, your relationship expectations and your expectations of your visual representative of your partner, right. And yourself. So we know that our, our, perception of body image can be wildly skewed by social media because like you said 
filters and, and angles and whatnot. I can set the camera up this way and I can have my hair this way and I look this way and have this filter and I'm a whole nother person, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's also something that I taught, that I talk to all of my kids who use social media, but especially my daughters about that your perspective of yourself has to start within yourself and who you want to be and who you are can't be things that because you're trying to be or look like someone else um and and even adults we do it a lot too you know the way I want to I want to look on social media I've I've gone on TikTok before in in the afternoon when I don't you know my hair is up and and whatever I'm doing and I'm like oh I look kind of like a troll but I'm going to post this anyway because this is how I look right now (laughs) yes Yes. I give myself a limit of three photos, like three retakes. I'm like, we can't put this much effort in, you know? And it's like at a certain point, just like be who you are, Christina, you know? Right. And and it's social media. Literally just have a nice profile picture. Nobody really gives a shit about the rest of the stuff, right? (laughs) Like because just as many people respond to my TikToks when I, when I don't look however I put myself together as you know is what I do in in my profile picture right Right. like Mm -hmm. you're you're it's one of reason too that it's important to kind of spend time in the world and not just on social media because you need to know and understand that there are people who look like you there are people who are bigger than you who are Mm -hmm. smaller than you you know and I our it's personal, reality. It's, it's reality, right? Yeah. And and our personal perception of ourselves and our expectations of our partner skewed by social media can 100% affect the perception that you have on your relationship. Yeah. Well, we have to both look this way. It, mm-hmm. it kind of annoys me when I see on YouTube, like, like family vloggers, yeah like first of all to the crowd <laughs> nobody looks amazing 24 like fucking seven for one, right like and then two imagine the pressure as a teenage girl if your yeah. mom is when vlogging you have to like quote unquote be cute all the time because god forbid I, it annoys me and so you know, I have my kids on my podcast from time to time, whatever, but I don't ever say, Hey, okay, you, you got to make sure you look this way before you get on my podcast, because exactly. I'm not going to teach them that they're like, that they're only acceptable if they look a certain way. Yeah. And, and, and that rolls into our relationships. It's going to roll into their relationships. You know, it, it yeah. rolls into your relationship perspective. Standards that you yeah. have, and they are typically very unrealistic. If you are constantly shoving this information in your face all of the time, your mind starts to think that this is what reality is. And 100%. then you go and compare that re- false reality to real reality. And you're like disappointed and expectations are too high. It's like, yeah, just think about where those standards are coming from and why they're important yeah. to you is what yeah. I Yeah. Why, why is it important that you live up to the standard of to match or to to be equal mm-hmm. so to say with with this virtual couple yeah <laughs> you and know? how boring to be like homogenous all fitting and like please I'd much rather have more diversity and authenticity in this world it's just so much more interesting than yeah. for everybody to 
try to meet this like unrealistic expectations of what it means with what you have to, how you present yourself, like the persona you have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was a couple that I didn't like follow, but I just, I saw stuff about, and it would be on like other social media, but the girl was famous or whatever on TikTok. And it was always like her and her husband doing silly fun stuff. And the next thing you know, they're getting a divorce. And I was like, ah, (laughs) the reality. I know so many couples who are fucking miserable, Uh but every post they post online is like, look how happy we are. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I know who you are. I know. Right. Right. (laughs) I know the facade. Yeah. I know who you are. I intimately. So what are we doing? Right. And like, sure. It's okay to post like the moments that you have that are happy together. Obviously, again, I'm not asking you to air any dirty laundry out, but like, you know, it's, I guess it's not even about the people who are posting those happy moments. It's about the people who are witnessing those happy moments. Like keep in mind yeah. that those people, like you're not a part of their intimate relationship or conversations that are happening, their insecurities, their past, right. their traumas. Right. And keeping that in mind whenever you're looking at something and being like, I want that. And it's like, great, there's a good level. There's, It's important to have some sort of benchmark for you to work towards, but yeah. also like have some reality checks of what that looks like and what it actually takes to have an ideal relationship. Yeah. Because that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and set your standard to be this couple communicates well or, yes. you know, things like that. Well like, said. Yeah. Rather than your physical, your appearance standard, Mm -hmm. set your standard. If you do need for whatever reason to have someone to kind of look up to make it be somebody who you can say, you know what? I respect this about their, their relationship rather than they look cute all the time. Like the way it looks. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's a really good point. Yeah. And then the trust, the trust aspect. And when, you know, by social media, most of the time we think, Facebook, Instagram kind of thing, right? My husband is obsessed with Reddit. He doesn't okay. have a Facebook, doesn't have an Instagram, doesn't do Twitter, anything like that. He's obsessed with Reddit. Okay. I don't give a shit because I don't think he's going to cheat on me with somebody off Reddit. Right. Like, right. He's he's he he's not a good like he wouldn't be a good like uh, internet relationship type of person. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, just because he needs face-to-face conversation. Yeah. He wants to know that you're paying attention, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that. So I don't worry about that. However, it is an issue for some people. Some mm-hmm. people feel like, well, it's just the internet, so it's not real. Right. And, mm-hmm. and kind of to the flip side of, well, it is like, just the internet. It's not real, but right. 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 It didn't physically happen. happen. Like- yeah. Yeah. But you know, we all know emotional feeling guilty cheating. about something. Even <laughs> right. if nothing happened. Well, you know, and you learn when you're a kid, if you have to hide it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. It's something right. I, you know, I teach my own like, especially uh-huh. the little one, if you have to hide it, it's probably because you shouldn't be doing it. And that yeah. goes for adults too. So if it is something that you have to hide from your significant other then it's probably something you shouldn't be doing whether you Mm -hmm. excuse it by saying it wasn't physical yeah and it wasn't physical is such a cop-out yeah yeah like that is never an acceptable 
excuse or reason for your partner not to be mad at you because one has a right to feel what they're feeling. Yeah. Um, And if you were being sneaky, there was clearly something you didn't want them to know. Precisely. And betrayal happens both verbally and mentally, emotionally, not physically, not just only physically, right? So taking those things into consideration. My my husband told me at one point this was years ago he said you know I, I think I'd be more upset if you had like a, a, a an emotional attachment to somebody mm-hmm. as opposed to just like a physical one-time thing or whatever um yeah. you know we we don't have that kind of agreement in our relationship that either one is acceptable however it is it is a thing that I feel like a lot of people feel I'm more offended that you have an emotional connection to this person than you just being sexually attracted to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that and the, and have a lot of clients who relate to that as well in regards to like cheating. Cheating isn't about the act. It's about the lying and deception. So when we think about cheating, it's not about, did you, or did you not do something? It's about you were lying and deceiving. Like there, you can, cheat in many different ways whenever it comes to communication even it's like what are you leaving out like there's that's that's how we need to wrap our brain around cheating right unless you have openly discussed having other dynamics and relationships with other people right yeah right yeah those are really good points I appreciate you bringing those up in regards to like yeah, of course. I appreciate you bringing the questions. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's talk about how people can um, approach these topics with their partner. Yeah. So if you are in a relationship with somebody who's constantly on their phone and you want to have more quality time, I think what's really important whenever you're communicating with them is that you talk about what your need is like what is your underlying need not like I need you to stop being on social media so much it's like I need you to give me undivided attention and connect with me so that way they actually have a clear understanding as to how to fill your bucket they're not going to fill your bucket if they just put their phone down and are on social media as much because you didn't ask for your underlying like the core need that you're trying to fulfill by asking for the, the symptom essentially of what happens with it And then setting time limits with yourself Mm. uh, in regards to like how much time I am spending on social media, doing what you and your husband did about like bringing awareness to it and saying like, is this in our best interest now and for our future? And if not, where do we want to spend our time and energy that feels really good for our relationship, for our family, for what we want to achieve as a couple, as a team? So that's another aspect that you can, and then in regards to approaching the conversation, I think it's really important that one, you always ask for consent for, to have a conversation because you don't want to catch somebody off or get them defensive, right? We want to mitigate that as much as possible. So inviting somebody to a conversation could look like, Hey, are you willing to have a quick conversation about something that's been on my mind? And if they say yes, then you proceed forward. If they say no, then you ask them when a good time would be for them. Yeah. So it gives them an opportunity to do a check-in with themselves and be like, am I in a headspace to have a conversation? And even yeah. if it's not a serious conversation, right? It could just be something really easy as like, it would mean a lot to me if we spent more quality time together. And I've been noticing that you've been spending a lot more time on your phone. 
So creating that point of connection, that bid for connection is what the Gottmans call it, the bid for connection, which Mm -hmm. I love that so much, right? Um, And then if you are on the other side of that conversation, taking it, like you said, as a compliment, like my partner wants to connect with me and spend time with me. I mean, what an honor that somebody, yeah. <laughs> that you are worthy, that some somebody wants to spend more time with you and get to know you more. Um, yeah. So trying not to take it defensively or being annoyed about it. And if you are annoyed about it, figure out why. Are you overstressed and you're like, this is my only outlet? And if that's the case, let's talk about that instead. How can yeah. we address that? So like finding the underlying issues to address. Um And then in regards to like the reality, exactly what you said, like you aren't seeing what's happening behind the doors. Like while you're looking at these people, associate these people that you're idolizing as they're good communicators. They are doing the work. They are dealing with their, what's activating them in their relationship or their triggers. Yeah. When you can start associating the the efforts it takes to have like a really conscious elevated relationship that you are thinking you're witnessing on social media and actually can bring you back down to reality and you can create those association points in your brain what else do you have anything you want to add about suggestions oh you're on mute you're on mute oh (laughs) i'm just over here yeah 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 yeah. it's okay we saw your head nodding Oh gosh, no, I'm just, I'm like paying attention to the time to make sure I don't oh, I appreciate that. keep you, you along. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, I think those are really good points. I, you know, communication is key, right? In any relationship. And I think on all four of these points, communication is, is imperative. It, it's required because mm-hmm. uh, I, I like what you said about, Hey, maybe approaching do you have time for a conversation? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we're not prepared, we get defensive. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed it in myself, in my my teenagers, in my husband, you know, uh, other people in the world. When we're not prepared for certain conversations, we don't know how to take it. We don't have time to process it. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it's, we're most likely going to kind of react rather than respond. Yeah. Um, yes, so, we got caught off guard. Yes, yeah. So somebody coming out and scares you. <laughs> how are you gonna? You're not gonna respond. You're gonna react. You know. Oh, wait a minute. Ah, like... <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me think about. It. <laughs> you're so scary. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Com- communication. It. It's. It's required. I won't even say it's key. It's necessary. It's literally a requirement of relationships. Required, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And about communication is it's like communication is key, but you can communicate and not get anywhere, right? Yeah. Oh, it's really about the self-awareness so behind effective, the communication. Effective yeah, communication is a requirement. To have effective yeah. communication, you have to have the self-awareness and the education and communication skills yeah. in order to actually communicate. Yeah. I, I think that when I was in school for psychology, it, it opened my eyes to so many things, right? I was learning about so many different things. And, and one of the things that I really worked hard to change was my relationships. And, and it's just because, you know, you mentioned education and knowledge. And when I learned certain things, I was just like, Oh, it just kind of uh, gave me like, yeah. huge oh my gosh, like, like I, this is game yeah. changer. And I, and I know how to 
I know how to understand certain things about how, mm-hmm. how the mind works and, mm-hmm. and everything now. So it's like, oh, I can, mm-hmm. I, I get this, why, you know, this insanity of my expectations is, is there because, well, I didn't, I didn't understand certain things before. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to go to college to get a master's degree in psychology, but Mm-hmm. It, it's just that kind of educational component and you can take that from anywhere in your life it doesn't have to be a, a university that you have to get this knowledge from there's right. literally access to everything on the internet so right. if you don't understand communication if you don't you know you don't you don't have life experience in good communication and relationships yeah you can there's coaches <laughs> relationship coaches um and there's free things like all the time yeah there's so much information so if if you I hear clients all the time be like I just don't know what else to do it's like what have you done thus far and they're like I try to communicate everything and I'm like did you research how to communicate at all like are you effectively communicating because that's that's different about getting the information you need in order to get the results that you want like it's right it, it can't be, that can't be an excuse anymore. And it's like sometimes, but I also know that sometimes people are debilitated by the idea of like not knowing where to start in their yeah. search process, which is yes. why you have people like myself and you to help guide the options yeah. that are available to you, whether that is working with one of us or let me tell you what to research. So that way you yeah. can actually start the process, things along those lines. So that's why, yeah. that's how we are here to help as much yes. as possible. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and we do give out free things, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you go on our social medias, we share tips. She has a lot of communication points, a lot of tips, a lot of questions, and, it, and it's one reason that I kind of like was, hey, let's <laughs> talk about, because I've been seeing these questions you've been posting on Facebook and I'd like yeah. to talk about some things, you know, but we do give out free things. Yeah. <laughs> I have lots of free resources. If anybody <laughs> is like, hey, how do I initiate a difficult conversation? How do I close a difficult conversation? How do I repair a rupture in our relationship? I have a yeah. ton of resources. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, my website's christinamorellicoaching.com or you can find me on Facebook at Christina Morelli Coaching. Um, or you can just, you know, shoot Rhea an email and see what she has available because she also is a wealth of knowledge herself. And <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely. I'm, I'm appalled that I got through a conversation in like 30, 35 minutes. I'm so proud of you. You did amazing. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. And know, there was good information in here as well. Yeah. We well, and, and you kind of, valuable. you keep me focused on the necessary things. So that's, that's, <laughs> you know, my brain isn't allowed to ping pong. Like, yes. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, so, thank you for being here and yeah. we look forward to seeing you again soon. Yes, for more to be continued, everybody. <laughs> yes. Right. Check us out on YouTube at Rhea Hakes, R-E-A-H-H-A-G-U-E-S. You can also keep up with us on Instagram at Just The Who Podcast and Facebook at Philology. Philology.